All right. Just have to go down there and confront her myself. Find out if what she was feeling was actually genuine or she's simply being a conniving femme fatale. Come on now, Dr. Crane. It's not like men have never used sex to get what they want. How can we possibly use sex to get what we want? Sex is what we want! And how many men feel that way? I just had someone recently tell me that in his youth he dated somebody and he's ashamed to admit it now that he's a grown adult, but that he uh, dated someone and stayed with a person that he knew was not a keeper because of sex because he wanted the sex. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner. My show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. And you want to take your own life seriously. And that doesn't mean it won't be filled with joy and pleasure and laughs and and smiles all over the place. When I say seriously, it means use your mind well so that you can set goals well so that you can bring more joy into your life long range rather than the short range thinking the short range fixes whether it's alcohol or drugs or gambling or smoking or doing things that are damaging to yourself it's not going to bring you happiness or not learning communication skills you want to have those great communication skills under your belt I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner again my show is The Rational Basis of Happiness my website is drkenner.com, D-R-K-E-N-N-E-R.com. Got lots of books and articles you can read on the website. And right now we're turning to the phones and taking your call. And if you're sitting there listening, we'd like to call in also. My number's toll-free, 1-877-DR-KENNER, D-R-K-E-N-N-E-R. And Janet, welcome to the show. Thank you. And you're, you're worried about your grandson. I'm worried about my grandson. Yeah, what's uh, going on? Okay, when it's on. Uh, his father went to Afghanistan, and when okay. he returned home, his mother um, told his father that he didn't. He wanted, she wanted neither the, neither him nor the two children. And my son immediately remarried again after six months. Wait to, a minute. Um, this is your son that went to Afghanistan. Uh, pardon, I'm sorry. Was it your son that went to Afghanistan? Yes. And his wife abandoned him when he came back. Right. And she abandoned their one child, a son. Abandoned uh, two children. The oldest one, Ethan, is, is, had problems. He had very emotional problems. Uh, he was seen by uh, a psychologist. Um, she said he was making uh, great strides until his father remarried again. Uh, the stepmother brought two children into the marriage, which full of this little five-year-old. How many children? Uh, pardon? She brought how many children into... She, she brought, the stepmother brought two children into the marriage. Two children. Two children. So tell me the ages. The old, uh, your, son, your grandson, the oldest one, is how old? Uh, the, step, the oldest grandson is, the uh, oldest stepson is 13, and then there's a nine-year-old. Okay, and 13 my, and a nine-year-old. But you also have biological grandchildren, right? Yes, yes. And eight, the oldest one there? Eight. He's eight now. And the, your, the other one, the youngest? Is five. Is five. And so the problem is with the eight-year-old or the five-year-old? The, the eight-year-old. The eight-year-old. The eight-year-old got all discombobulated, understandably totally messed up when dad comes home and mom walks out. That's correct. And then dad quickly remarries. He doesn't miss a beat. He marries someone that's got two kids. So you've got a very complicated situation now. So for your for the oldest for your oldest grandchild, he now has two more children to deal with, a new mother in quotes, he probably doesn't see as a mother. His real mother leaves him and his father was off fighting a war, came back and probably pays more attention to this new woman than him or possibly. Exactly. 
exactly. Exactly. Exactly. So, what? So, your son. What do you think his view? Your when I say son, when your grandson. What do you think your grandson's view of people are? Now, what did he do? I'm sorry, I didn't hear the question. What, what, what do you think? Yeah, like if you grow up in a really wonderful family uh, that's very stable, secure, then even if dad goes off to the war and comes back and gets some help for himself because to to readjust back to regular civilian life is difficult, but let's say he does a good job. That situation can be difficult, but in your in this situation, situation, your son, your grandson's conclusion about people could very well be you can't trust them. They're unstable. You never know what's going to happen. And I feel invisible. He may not feel visible or valued. Is that accurate or no? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. So tell me what, what, what makes it so important that you pick up the phone to call me? What's going on right now? Because right now, when he was six years old, his father placed him in a place called Compass in Tennessee, and he was gone for seven months because they were, he even uh, kept saying that he wanted to die. Now he was, he got out. Um, he was behind a year in school. I homeschooled him last year. He did beautifully because we love that child. I went to the, and my son doesn't speak to us anymore. I went to the school the other day, and Ethan had been withdrawn and placed in a psychiatric unit in Georgia. Um, and my son is so hostile to us. He, he, I went to the school, the school said he was doing beautifully there, that his father was doing for medical reasons. And I, Okay, you know, I just missed the last part. Let me sum up what I'm hearing so far, Janet, which is that you adore this boy, this poor boy, um, is what's his name, Evan? Ethan. Ethan. E- um, that Ethan is dear to your heart enough that you invested a full year in homeschooling him. Yeah. So you are interested in his mind. You're interested in him as a person. Oh, I would give. I would give my life for him. It, so you love him that much. This is. This is. He sounds like he's more dear to you than your son. Would that be true or no? He is right now. He is. Okay. What's bringing out the tears? So, so I, I, I don't know what we need to do. I believe the stepmother has sabotaged this child, and I believe they can tell the psychiatrist anything. The school told me that um, she wanted to know every when Ethan was enrolled in school this year that she wanted to know everything that he had done wrong, not concentrating on anything that he had done right. Yeah. Um, and he, when I went home soon, he was afraid to go home and with um. He would say, "Please don't tell him I was bad today, or whatever he'd done." Yeah. And he kept telling me, "Why did you call? Why did you call them? And why did you call them and tell them I had done something bad?" And I kept saying, "Ethan, I would not do that. I'll tell you before I call your parents." Now this child is locked away. He's locked away and in he, Georgia in a psychiatric unit, and you have no access, or you do have access? No, no, we have no access. Can you write anything to him? Can you correspond by cards or by email or any other I, way? I haven't tried that. I would definitely try to keep contact for your own sake and for for his sake. I would also try to write a, a note to your son. I would get therapy for yourself, first of all, because, oh, my God, you need someone to talk to. This is a huge loss in your life. I know when I worked with 
with abused children. They, I became so attached to some of them. And to watch them be sent back to their home where the abuse was still going on, whether it was psychological or physical, was torture for me. But if the judge makes that decision, I have no choice as a therapist. This is in your own family you're, you're going through this. So I would try to reach out, make it a relationship between you and your grandson, Within the limits of the law, do whatever you can to maintain some contact because I think you're his lifeline. I think it's real sad that you feel like you lost your son too. And I think that if you could write a letter, an assertive letter, not aggressive, not angry, not you did this, you did that attacking because he'll just throw the letter away. But I think if you could reach out to him that... Um, that that will help you too. You know that that at least you're doing what you can to reach out to him. I'd work with a therapist on that. You can go to my website, drkenner.com, and look up for a therapist. Try to get a cognitive therapist. The Academy of CT.org. There's a link there. Uh-huh. So you go to my website and try to get yourself some help. There's also a book, How to Talk, so kids will learn. That may help. And there are other books on my website that are very good. So thank you so very much for your call, Janet. And thank hoping, you so much. Hope you can stay connected. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on the Rational Basis of Happiness.